0: Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? JLD here with an audio masterclass on how Bob Healy raised $405,000 in just four months with his Kickstarter campaign. This is The Grill Gun Story. Now, who's Bob? He's an engineer, businessman, inventor, and entrepreneur. He's the founder of Grill Blazer and creator of The Grill Gun, which you can see at grillblazer.com, which he funded using both Kickstarter and Indiegogo. So Fire Nation, we'll be hearing about the origin story of Grill Gun as well as the seven things that Bob did to run a successful Kickstarter campaign because it's all about the crowdfunding, Fire Nation, when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Getting your sales copy and Funnels just right can be difficult, but with ClickFunnels' new One Funnel Away Challenge, you can have everything up, running, and optimized in just 30 days. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel. That's eofire.com slash funnel. Today is the day, Fire Nation. The Doors to Knowledge Broker Blueprint are open. What is KBB? It's a groundbreaking system created by legends Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi on how to take the knowledge you already have and share it to create next level success in your life. Visit kbbbonus.com to learn more about KBB. Plus, check out our amazing bonus experience. We're including free for anyone who joins KBB using our affiliate link. That's kbbbonus dot com. Bob, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know.
1: What's up, Fire Nation? One thing that's interesting about me that most people don't know is, besides being an engineer and a businessman, I sing uh, classical music. I I like to perform and uh, sing. I've been in many plays as a Broadway actor and. Uh, really just like being in front of people, so it's a lot of fun.
0: Well, that's very cool, thanks for sharing that with us. I'm sure Fire Nation will definitely resonate with you liking to be in front of people, because you're in front of quite a few people right now who are tuning in from all over the world. So, what I did at the beginning, Bob, is I let people know that we're gonna be talking about how you raised $405,000 in just four months with the Kickstarter campaign you ran with the Grill Gun story. So let's start there, with the origin. What is the origin story of Grill Gun?
1: I really like charcoal grilling, and my wife likes it too. And uh, we have family over all the time. And for oh, nearly two decades, I've been uh, charcoal grilling or uh, barbecuing, offset barbecuing. And I, I, I like to get things done. I mean, I enjoy uh, being an engineer. I enjoy. Um, efficiency and trying to make things work for me. But at the same time, I enjoy people. And so when you charcoal grill, people are accustomed to the fact that you're going to go out and light it and take 30 minutes for the charcoal lighter to uh, burn off or your charcoal chimney to get hot. And I just don't do that. I've always used you know, your run-of-the-mill readily available weed torch with a a hose and a 20-pound tank, and I just flame the charcoal grill and light the charcoal in like 30 minutes i mean like in three minutes and so instead of 30 minutes it's three minutes and i've been doing that for decades other people that understand what i'm talking about have been doing it too and they would they'd say yeah man i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> but nobody uh, duplicates that nobody mm. that i know does the same thing and so it was it was uh it was december of 2017 i was out there in the winter time and it was snow and i was charcoal grilling and it you know i step out the door i light the grill i put the chicken on and then i come back in the house and it doesn't take me any time at all the way i do it and i was talking to my sons-in-law and i said you know i wonder what it would take to make this a thing what would it take to get people to really do the same thing i do and enjoy it because it's far better than gas grilling and yes you can a lot of people say, well, what, why do you want to light a charcoal so fast? I mean, isn't it all about sitting around and visiting? Well, frankly, you can sit around and visit whether you're waiting on your charcoal <laughs> to get hot or not. So, so I said, well, what would it take? And that was where the grill gun was. The idea of the grill gun was born. It was, you know, overwhelmingly the younger generation, my, my son's, uh, sons and uh, their friends' age, they're going, man, it's got to look like a gun. And so I went with that and I said, um, that's okay, that's it. So I sat down and uh, again, being an engineer, I was, I was able to design it and uh, model it. And then about, so that was December of 2017. And then in May, I had a, a working prototype of it. And I you know walked out into the living room and everybody looked at me and said, man, <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> so that's where that's where the idea came from, and I, you know, it, it's. I, I guarantee you, I have uh, since I've run the Kickstarter campaign, and since I've been um, pushing this idea, I have yet to run into a person who says, "Nah, that's not cool." I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you, um, what is it about guns and fire that really excites people? And
0: I, <laughs> it's so American, guns and fire and fire and guns. But where did you actually come up with the idea to run the Kickstarter campaign? Like did somebody give that idea to you? Did you hear about it? Were you doing your own personal research? Like tell us that story.
1: Whenever you want to really make something and uh, turn it into a business, you've got all the P's and Q's that you have to pay attention to, I's and T's that have to be dotted and crossed. And so the process first is design a prototype, figure out what you're going to do, and then figure out where you're going to manufacture it and figure out how you're going to pay for it. So I went down, having been in business for years, I went down the traditional road of looking for, um, financing from institutional financing or, um, angel investment or, um, venture capitalists, VCs. And there is something that, that causes those kind of people, institutional investors or people that have money to kind of shy away from something they've never seen before. If, you know, if I were out pushing um, another medical device or another I, IT project, it would be easy to get the money. But see, a gun that shoots fire, um, do you see any risk in that?
0: <laughs> so, There's some liability. So there. I
1: was, I was, um, you know, I was drilling a bunch of dry wells and it, so that process of, of finding out that getting the backing that I needed was going to be really, really hard. I mean, um, I started in August and by, Oh, by February. So, Six months after I started looking for the finances, finances that I needed, I I determined that it wasn't going to happen that way, and I had to look for unconventional financing. And I'd heard about Kickstarter. I knew uh, I knew what it was. I'd never participated in it, neither as a backer or as um, a creator before. And so I, you know, I said, "Well." Uh, there, are Everybody that sees what I have wants it. What if I give them the opportunity to put their money where their mouth is? I mean, you know, it, it, it's not so hard to create something that people say, yeah, I'd buy one. So that's exactly what Kickstarter is supposed to be. And Indiegogo, those two crowdfunding uh, product-oriented platforms, are they're intended and, and truly are altruistic um, uh, platforms for, uh, I'll use the word investment, but it's really not because they're not investing in, in anything. All they're doing is, is putting up a little bit of their money to help a creator's dream come true. And so that was this, that was in February of 2018. And I said, well, if I'm going to get what i need i'm going to prove what i need to the institutional investors that i i really need in order to get the money that i need to make it all go i'm going to have to be successful in crowdfunding because that would pretty much uh, give the people who uh, had uh, ready cash available you know, some sense that there really is a market for this.
0: Now, where did you go about learning how to actually run a Kickstarter campaign? I mean, what was the first step you took? What did that first step reveal? And then how do you actually learn the process of what it would take to run a Kickstarter campaign?
1: The way to learn and the advice I would give to anybody about running a, a successful Kickstarter campaign is Uh, learn from the mistakes of others or learn from the successes of others is the other way from it. So the the first thing I did was I just studied successful Kickstarter campaigns because there are a lot of them out there. Um, Very few compared to the number of Kickstarter campaigns that have been run, but enough that you can actually go out and and really look at it. You're looking at the form, the function, uh, the goal, what, what are they trying to do and how are they going about doing it? And um, so I just studied, oh, at least I'd, I'd say half a dozen of them that were very successful. And I, I put together and I would advise anybody trying to do this to put together kind of a storyboard of what a successful kickstart campaign looks like. And then you need to emulate that because um, they all have common threads. And if you do the same thing that other people do, at least your website presence—that's really what Kickstarter is—it's a website presence. At least your website presence will tell the same story, or the story that will excite people. That—that that doesn't get them to it, but that does. That's how you build confidence in um, your presentation. Is, is to have what people expect to see when they go to a a Kickstarter campaign, because frankly um, there are only the people that do kickstarter and Indiegogo are a very few number uh, compared to the number of people that there are in the world. You know, there's some 40 million people that have done a kickstarter campaign in the past. And that's a big pool to draw from, but it's a small pool when you look at the number of people that are in United States or North America or, or any of the uh, capitalist countries that might buy a product that you would have internationally. So it's, it is try to understand what appeals to somebody, or it's a foreign concept, and get this through, everybody get this through their head. Nobody today goes onto a website and wants to see something they don't understand, I mean, Amazon's taught us that all you have to do is swipe your credit card and three days or two days later, you have what it is if you got Prime. And that's what everybody expects when they go on the internet and want to buy something. They, they first want to believe that it's true and they'll do research to find that out. They'll check out reviews and then they'll come back and then they'll buy it. And, you know, it may take them four or five times of being reminded before they'll buy it, but they, they will if it appeals to them. But to do that on Kickstarter is it's almost unheard of. I mean, you have a very, very low percentage of people that will actually take the time to understand that what they're doing is, is they're crowdfunding an idea for a creator who may or may not ever come to the market with what it is that they're trying to buy and so that's hard i mean you're you're basically selling uh, a promise or selling air to people that um, why would they believe you? And furthermore, they're just, you know, they're just looking at their mobile device and they see an ad or something that drives you to their website and then they go there and they're going to spend any kind of time looking at an Indiegogo or a Kickstarter campaign. It just doesn't happen unless you are really, really on top of your game and you give them a presentation that. We'll hold them there because it's going to take a minute and minutes is unheard of really in attention span when it comes to landing on a website and moving
0: from there. Well, Fire Nation, to make sure that you are going to be on your game when it comes to your Kickstarter campaign, we are going to break down the seven things that we must do to launch a successful crowdfunding campaign as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Online funnels can be intimidating. They require setup and technical aspects you might not be familiar with. But what if I told you that you can build an online funnel from scratch and get it live in just 30 days? With the One Funnel Away Challenge from ClickFunnels, you really are just 30 days away from getting your funnel live. Here's how it works. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge at eofire.com slash funnel. Every day you'll receive a mission to complete, each mission being a Step in the process of creating, building, and launching your funnel. Get ready to rock your funnel with a trifecta training approach, daily training, live coaching, and accountability from day one through day 30. Complete the task given to you every day for 30 days. And by the end of the 30 days, you should have a funnel that is live and ready to generate leads and sales. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel and get daily training, live coaching, and accountability from day one through day 30. That's eofire.com slash funnel. The earth is literally shaking, Fire Nation. Why? The Doors to Knowledge Broker Blueprint are open. What is KBB, you just might be asking? It's a revolutionary framework created by legends Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi on how to take the knowledge you already have and share it to create next level success and impact in your life. Visit kbbbonus.com to learn more about this opportunity, plus check out the amazing bonus experience we're including Including free for anyone who joins KBB using our affiliate link. Oh, you'd like a sneak peek into our bonus experience like right now? Well, we're including a free three-day mastermind in person in San Diego headlined by Jack Chicken Soup for the Soul Canfield, one-on-one coaching with me. Spoiler alert, this bonus will not be available for long. A four-week virtual mastermind with daily access to myself, Kate, Jill, and Josh Stanson of Screw the 9 to 5 and so much more. Visit KBB bonus.com to learn more that's kbbbonus.com So Bob, we're back. And before the break, I was talking about the seven things that we need to do to run a successful Kickstarter campaign. Let's just start off with number one. And you've already definitely talked about this, but maybe give one specific example because your first point of the seven is study other successful Kickstarter campaigns and model yours after the commonalities. What's one successful Kickstarter campaign you can remember that you were really resonating with that you you had a lot of takeaways from? That's an
1: easy one, because it was very successful, and it was in spite of the fact that it was uh, not honest. So, you know, I'm, I've got loads of integrity, and I don't know how to lie to anybody. And when I read a, cam- a campaign that is so successful, and people really uh, uh, gravitate to it, and yet they don't deliver it, but it's still... Um, draws them in, that, that intrigues me. And uh, that that campaign was a gravity blanket campaign. Um, and I really, I never participated in the campaign. I just read all the comments. And the comments were good and bad, uh, a lot of bad ones.
0: And what is the concept behind gravity blanket?
1: It's a heavy blanket. I mean, it's the idea of the weight of a, of a blanket pushing on you while you're laying there has therapeutic benefits. Like the coddling effects, kind of. Coddling, yeah. The idea is it's a it's a big, heavy, warm blanket. Um, I, can, I can think of...
0: So where'd they fail? They just didn't deliver the product?
1: All I can do is I can read the comments from the backers, yeah. and they just didn't deliver. Got you know, it. It wasn't pricing. It, the strategy of getting to the people was, was great.
0: It was great. So what were one or two specific things, though? Let's just get specific here.
1: I looked at the art... And the layout from that. So, I, I looked at what he did with the um, the opening presentations, the videos, the length of time specifically, how much time, and how what the size of the um, the paragraphs, you know, how big were they, how dense were they, how how many words were they using, how how complex the sentence structure was. Um, when he did a video, I, you know, I was paying attention to um, the flow of the video. Where, you know, how many seconds was he introducing concepts, and how much time was he spending in talking to people and trying to uh, generate a uh, a sense of connectedness.
0: Well, that kind of bleeds into the next part, which I really want to spend some time on, which is an effective marketing strategy. So once you've kind of figured out the layout in the video and you've kind of got some good concepts going on, how did you figure out an effective marketing strategy and what was that strategy?
1: The marketing strategy I used was to use outside of the Kickstarter world influencers that had um, the attention of people already. So let me see if I can explain that.
0: Well, no, it's really self-explanatory, but let's, let's use a a real example because that'll just help flesh it out more.
1: The best example on the, on my Kickstarter campaign was um, a influencer that does sous vide cooking, a guy by the name of uh, Guga. That's his uh, YouTube name. Sous vide. Everything is his YouTube channel. And uh, connecting with uh, Guga of Souvi, everything, and there were other people that I connected to besides Guga, but connecting to him and getting him to grill gun and getting him wound up about it where <laughs> he couldn't do without it um, and letting him just run with it. I mean, uh, just free license. Um, this is something that I want to make, this is something that you're going to like. You can help me with this. I would uh, you know advertise with you later on your channel when I'm successful. You know we just developed a rapport and and I did that with all of the marketing uh, all the people that uh, did marketing for me so i so the the notion is is to go to ready made audiences. so that's what you would do is uh, on your Kickstarter campaign anybody doing one you would you'd look for somebody who's already promoting what you want to do in some manner or fashion.
0: And yeah. Let me just double down on what Bob's saying is you want to go to people with ready-made audiences that makes sense for your product, just like you did. I mean, the person had an audience who was interested in the cooking niche that was in that area. So you definitely are not just looking for quantity, you're looking for the quality as well. It's going to be that combined in that specific vertical to make it make sense. And one thing that you're very big on that I think is so important to talk about, because this is where a lot of Kickstarter campaigns look successful from the outside, but are disasters on the inside. And that's what it's going to cost to bring it to life and how you're actually going to make that happen. So talk a little bit about that.
1: I think the number one failing for Kickstarter campaigns is they um, they don't have a clue really when it comes to what is it going to take to bring it to life. And I've been in business for years and I've done this. So it was easy for me to understand the cost, the development costs, marketing costs and all that stuff. And I just had to put that down In a spreadsheet, stand back and look at it and then double it and say, you know, that's I'm I'm wrong, even though I'm really an expert at this, but it's going to be more than I think, even by twice as much. And so this is what it's really going to cost to make that happen. And I, I I watch other Kickstarter campaigns fail, you know, disastrously because when something goes wrong or when they get a delay. That's eating into their budget, and they're now having to go back to the well and dip in and, and try and get people to support them again. And that causes lack of confidence. It causes people to shy away from you. And worst of all, it causes the back the creators themselves to sort of go silent, to where they don't talk to the backers and um, you know leave backers stringing out there for years and years. And and it's it's all because they don't know what they're doing. I I, I really can't speak uh, highly enough of talking to people if you don't know yourself how to price it out really understanding what it costs to be successful with your project because you're gonna if you're successful and following this formula formula will make you successful so you have to expect to be successful right up front you can't go into it um thinking well if this makes it then i'll be i'll be a millionaire because 80 percent of the kickstarter campaigns that are run and there have been over 300 and, 19,000 Kickstarter campaigns that have been run since 2009 when they started, oh, 80% of them fail uh, disastrously, and only 1% of them ever make six figures, ever get over, crest over the $100,000 mark. So if you think you need to make half a million dollars or a million dollars, you're talking about sub-percentiles you know, percentiles of being able to be successful. If you need that, you can do that. You just have to follow these steps and make it happen. And the, that step we're talking about there is really understanding what the costs are so that when you are successful, you can deliver because you, if you don't deliver, that will haunt you. I mean, people will never have uh, faith in you again. You might as well never show your head, certainly in the Kickstarter world. And it's hard in, in this world of social media that we have right now to escape it, uh, Oh, story after story of people who've run unsuccessful kickstart campaigns and they duck everybody and they're sued. It's just, it's miserable. And it's really because they don't understand what it costs.
0: So the next thing that you're really big on is being an expert on the topic, but not just being an expert, because that's one thing, but being able to show and convince others that you actually are a functioning expert on this area. So speak to that.
1: People want to believe you. That's the reason that they're doing the Kickstarter campaign in the first place. Someone's told them. They've seen it. They've run across it. They want to believe that you know what you're talking about. And it's very easy to see through somebody who's uh, blowing smoke in your direction. And so it's not hard to be an expert. I mean, all you have to do is read about something. Um, you know, read a, read a book on on something you want to be an expert on. And do it, read five different books on it, and you've read uh, five more books than anybody else has ever read on that topic. So becoming an expert on a number of topics is not hard to do, and you must be conversational about it. You must, must be able to speak off the top of your head to answer any question. It's kind of like in this interview here. If I weren't an expert at the process that I've gone through, you couldn't ask me questions and have me just answer them. And that's what instills confidence. It instills confidence in your backers, and you must have that because that's how you run a successful kickstart campaign. People will see, uh, if, you, if you look at the ebb and flow of a Kickstarter campaign, the first oh, three or four days are critical. If you don't have a velocity of Um, backers coming out and saying, I want to do this, then everybody stands back and watches.
0: Well, that really bleeds into your next point, which is super important about being able to do whatever it takes, actually get the message out, especially in those first two to three days to get that velocity, to get that momentum. So what were some things that you did that really exemplify this do whatever it takes mentality?
1: Most Kickstart campaigns, the reason they fail is because they expect everybody to just love what they have.
0: I'm going to drop what I'm doing and I'm just going to focus on what you're doing and right. I'm going to tell all my friends about what you're doing and I'm going to buy it all.
1: <laughs> That's right. It just, it just doesn't work. At, at any one time, there's some 8,000 Kickstart campaigns in front of, uh, uh, from, everybody is vying for the attention and I personally don't have time to look at 8,000 Kickstart campaigns or sponsor all of them. And so it all becomes noise and uh, and just, and I turn it all off. And that's the way everybody else is. And so what you have to do is is in the first two or three days of your campaign, you have to have uh, that marketing strategy that puts you out in front and shows that you are uh, taking off like a rocket and people then want to pay attention to it. So that's what builds popularity. Without popularity, you don't circle around and that in the top 10 items that uh, people are looking at in Kickstarter.
0: Let's get specific, Bob. Like what is something that you did in the whatever it takes category to get your message out to get that initial velocity?
1: So once I understood how to, A, spell Kickstarter uh, in (laughs) March and uh, realized that it was just really, it was, I was going to have to become a master at getting those first three days under my belt. I went to, I started um, going to uh, shows. I went to a Tulsa gun and knife show. I went to the RK gun show. I set up booths. I talked to people. I went to um, conventions. I went, I went everywhere, you know, making a uh, list, uh, sending out to friends on email. I did, I just beat the bushes and everything I could possibly think of uh, contacting uh, influencers Asking them if they would uh, support my campaign, ask them if they would uh, do a video for my campaign, and then timing and strategizing, getting on blogs, uh, you know, having a conversation on a barbecue blog like I'm having with you, um, just to have 10,000 people or something listening to me telling a story of something that I want to do on Kickstarter. And then i i I want to do it, so I take down their names and I you know I even put up on my website um, if you you know and paid money, a lot of money for advertising in order to have people who might be looking for charcoal or charcoal grilling or fire starting or something like that to land on my website. and then when they tried to go and buy it, then I'd say, ah, you know King Zach, sorry, um, I don't actually have it. I'm going to run a Kickstart campaign if this is interesting to you. Please give me your uh, email list, and as soon as I launch it, when I don't know when that's going to be, as soon as I launch it, then I will, um, you know, I'll contact you. And so most of that's, it's just I I came up with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of names, and when and then I had I also applied a strategy that says, well. Just because someone says they'll back the Kickstarter campaign, they're not. You know, so at least fifty percent of the people who say that they will won't give it the time of day. So it it was important to me that I had in the bank, and has to be important to anybody trying to run the Kickstarter campaign. That in the first three days, when they launch their their campaign, that they they have um, a kind of a call to action for all of these people that they reached out to over the last 2 months of work because you've got to do this in a rapid time frame because people's attention span is so short so short so when i when i uh, said i'm going to be run, running a kickstarter campaign people would go what's that and i have to explain kickstarter and anyway when it all came time um and i had all of the videos that from uh, people who were going to, you know, influencers who are going to support it and, and push my product. And I had the email lists and I uh, had the text message list. I had, you know, a thousand people I was going to contact. And I knew how many people it was going to take to be successful in that first three days. Then I knew I would have the velocity. And that's, what's important. If you don't get into the Kickstarter campaign you know, in that first four or five days, you know, three days is the is the mark. But in the four first four or five days, with people going, "Hey, what's going on with this?"
0: People like to be part of movements, Fire Nation. They like to be part yeah. of movements when something's doing well, when it's successful. They want to be a part of it. Why do you think there's lines outside of restaurants when the one next to us is completely empty? Nobody wants to go into the empty restaurant. They want the one with the line, with the buzz. They want to get in to the popular crowd, to the popular crew. That's just the reality of life. Now, Bob has two more points, which we are not going to be able to get to today, but if you want, you can obviously check out the show notes page for points six and seven, and also, we're going to talk with Bob right now about his final call to action, about how we can get in touch with him and learn more from him about this process that he's just been diving into with us today. So, Bob, on that note, what is the one key thing of what we've talked about so far today, Besides the velocity, which we definitely get, what's the one thing you want to make sure our listeners really understand? And then give us a call to action to connect with you, to learn more about you, to find out how we can get our hands on the grill gun if we're just like, wow, we're kind of grill people too. Tell us all that.
1: There's nothing more important than, than having integrity. I uh, live my life that way. I, uh, it's, it's much easier to remember the truth than it is to remember what you made up for somebody. It just doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't lend to credibility. Run an open and honest, transparent, kickstart campaign and it will pay you back in spades. People absolutely, I, I wish I could share the hundreds and hundreds of comments I've had from people that say I've been setting the bar on what Kickstarter Boom. campaign should look like. Love it's it. Because they absolutely love it. And you can, you can find out all about uh, the grill gun, uh, the sous vide gun at uh, grillblazer. dot com, or email me. Uh, that's bob at grillblazer. dot com, and uh, I'd be glad to uh, connect with you and share with you. And uh, I know if you are a, a charcoal grilling or meat searing sous vide connoisseur, you're gonna love what
0: I've got. <laughs> Absolutely love it. <laughs> Fire Nation, you know this, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And come on, today you've been hanging out with BH and JLD, so keep up the heat. And if you head over to eofire.com and type Bob in the search bar, the show notes page will pop up with everything that we've talked about, links to everything, and of course, When somebody gives you their direct email and you want to contact them, use it, Fire Nation, bob at grillblazer.com or just head over to grillblazer.com directly to the website and check out all the awesomeness that Bob has going on there. Bob, thank you for sharing value bombs with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Hey, Fire Nation, today's value bomb content was brought to you by Bob, and I know that you know how podcasts can ignite your business. But I mean, Fire Nation, the planning, the creating, the collaborating with guests, the understanding how to produce and distribute take it from me. It can be intense. That's why I am fired up for you to check out Oxbus. Oxbus has an end-to-end podcast creation platform for entrepreneurs just like you. Visit oxbus.com slash JLD to try it for free. That's a u x b u s dot com slash jld boom fire nation i'll catch you there or i'll catch you on the flippity flip side Getting your sales copy and Funnels just right can be difficult, but with ClickFunnels' new One Funnel Away Challenge, you can have everything up, running, and optimized in just 30 days. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel. That's eofire.com slash funnel. Today is the day, Fire Nation. The Doors to Knowledge Broker Blueprint are open. What is KBB? It's a groundbreaking system created by legends Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi on how to take the knowledge you already have and share it to create next level success in your life. Visit kbbbonus.com to learn more about KBB. Plus, check out our amazing bonus experience we're including free for anyone who joins KBB using our affiliate link. That's kbbbonus dot com.